Welcome, everybody, to Dead Talk Live. Today, we are joined by Jennifer Goodman, Rebecca Kennedy, Vincent Shade, and Ryan Atkins, the cast and crew of The Unseen, coming out later this spring. Guys, welcome to the show. I hope everyone is doing great this evening. Thank uh, you so much for having us. Oh, it is my pleasure. I saw the film. I thoroughly enjoyed it. We're going to break it down a little bit without giving away any spoilers. And Jennifer... Let's start with you. This is your story. You wrote it. As the writer, this film uh, weaves the plot elements in and out right from the get-go, from the start. Uh, How difficult of a story was this to write straight through to its climax? Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, I have a plethora of ideas and they're usually all over the place. And so it was definitely a challenge to kind of really figure out how to best tailor the story from beginning, middle to end. But um, there were a lot of pieces to the story that I wanted to make sure were implemented and understanding where the characters wanted to go and needed to go versus where they start. And that development of each character is what helped drive that ability to write the story. So really getting inside the minds of each person, what their goals are, what their objectives are and what is stopping them. Mm-hmm. So having that ability to figure out, okay, Tommy needs to get to this goal. This is what he's trying to accomplish within his family, within his own goals. This is where Dan is. This is where Millie is. So it, it was a lot of fun and a big challenge to write, but I really love how it turned out. And I think Vince did a spectacular job bringing that story to life. Yes, so. Vincent, <laughs> you did. Now, Vincent, uh, how did you and Jennifer connect and uh, what were your thoughts on Jennifer's script when you first read it? So uh, we've actually been working together for a while. I think we connected on uh, Jen and Ryan's uh, first um, big television uh, uh, pilot uh, that they did, Conrad. And uh, after that, uh, we just kind of continued working with each other. You know, that's how you do it in the Midwest. You know, you, <laughs> you, find, you find good crews you work with, and you just kind of keep hanging with each other. So... Um, so then, uh, after, uh, after we worked on a couple of projects, uh, she brought this script to me and, um, I'm a huge fan of thrillers, big fan of, of movies like seven, even like the, uh, the most recent, like the barbarian, have you seen that film? Oh yeah. Just, just incredible stuff. You know, the, the, the reveals and the tales of suburbia, um, along with, you know, these, you know, the, the toxicity of secrets, and the and the uh and that um ethereal element that exists so i i enjoy all those pieces that came together in the script and it's got some really great surprises some really great spine tingling moments too those hitchcock moments that i like so and congratulations on getting rj mid who a lot of people know as walter white jr from breaking bad and well and we got to give props to uh mark mccullough i mean he did a fantastic job as Dan Olson. You really wanted, you hated him <laughs> as a character. Now, Ryan, uh, as producer, cinematographer, uh, what were some of the challenges you had, both as a producer, keeping everything on track, and as a cinematographer on the movie? Um, when everything be, no, I'm just kidding. Um, there are, there's, you know, each day presented its own challenge to fit to get all of our scenes within the time period that that we had set before us. Um, 
you know, uh, we have some pretty cool visual effects in the film, mm -hmm. but just they look good in the film because we engineered them to look that way when we're on set. And so you have to shoot them a certain way. You have to take certain preparations with that. You have to bring on, you know, your your visual effects supervisors and things of that nature. And so um, those are definitely a challenge to get done in the amount of time that we had. Um, we did have a few stunts that, that we had in there, but uh, it was a nice challenge. And I'm really proud of the product that we, that we got out of it. So. Oh yeah. Now, Rebecca, uh, you played Millie. Uh, yes. RJ Mitts, Tommy's best friend, well, friend from high school. Now, yeah. <laughs> when at which stage did you come in to play Millie and what did you think about your character? Yeah, so I I had been attached for a while. I when Jen, when did we meet? Back in I think when you were on Law and Order and I found you on Facebook because I was like, I have to work with her. She's so cool. Yeah, yeah she messaged me after I had an episode of uh, Law and Order SBU air and she messaged me after and was uh, so kind and complimentary about my performance and we connected and she's like you know hope we get to work together and I was like hope so too and and so often you say that to each other and you mean it in the moment but then it never happens exactly <laughs> and not you know not because you don't want to but because it just didn't work out so then you know flash flash uh, forward to a couple years later and uh, Jen's like I have this script um I'd love you to look take a look and, and play Millie and so when I read it I was just floored. I was completely captivated with with the script, with the story, with the character. I thought it would be so much fun. I'd never played a character like this, and I get to do a little bit of you know wire work, which was <laughs> amazing and and scary and fun and all of the things. So all of that really just attracted me uh, to it. Plus, being able to work with uh, Jen and Vince and Ryan was just a cherry on top. So, what? Yeah. What? How did you approach connecting with the character of Millie, who is? Sort of an outcast at school. I mean, what what approach did you use to connect with the character? Yeah, that's a great question. So for me, you know, finding, you know, I I can't relate directly to her experience of high school. Um, high school in, in general just is terrible, probably for everyone. Sucked. But I didn't have quite her experience, thank God. Um, but I I do know what it's like to feel lonely, to feel like you don't fit in, to feel like you're not seen. <laughs> pun intended maybe um on that and so i connected to those things i i could relate to that and so i was able to get inside of her that way and when you know when that one person sees you and how you can kind of uh grab onto that and and hope that maybe that person will will change things for you yeah and so that's kind of you know obviously won't get into spoilers but that is um you know something that she took took with her and that drives the rest of the film for her i, I, compl sure. I completely agree now jennifer tommy is the main character rj mitt's character straight and through uh what were some of the inspirations that you got for tommy who's a really complex uh young man finishing up law school the pressures of home life mm -hmm. dealing with a disability how did he come about in your mind so I have a lot of similarities in terms of my own challenges. Um, being a neurodiverse individual um, who has had to kind of break the mold as we know it. Um, you know, for me, I grew up in a town and a city that a lot of expectations from the families and the people I grew up with. And so kind of intertwining my own experiences 
um, just kind of thoughts in my head of how to really bring them a little bit deeper mm -hmm. um, and bring in that. I feel like a lot of writers, especially at least me as a writer, I, I take a lot of my own experiences. Um, people I wish I was like, or people I resent, or, you know, people I've come across, or even my own personal experiences or moments in my life where I've had something happen to me and I'm thinking like, wow, people should know about this. Or people have that story. You know, I see someone else. My God, that is a story that should be told. Exactly. So I think giving that life was really a allowed me to kind of develop Tommy in such a fashion that had so many layers. And he really, I mean, gosh, he drove it home. Oh, yeah. I mean, every day it was incredible how much he'd bring those layers to the storyline that you really do connect with him and then have those experiences with him Absolutely. in the movie. Absolutely. Now, Vincent, let's talk a little bit more about Dan, uh, Mark's character. Um, sure. Man, talk about intense, uh, this straight through and through. Did you and uh, Mark McCullough have a lot of discussions on how you envisioned the character to be seen on the screen? Did Mark get it right away? Tell us about your interaction with Mark. You know, I, I have to say, uh, the real Mark is the opposite oh, yeah. of Dan. Yeah. He's the total opposite of Dan. He is, he is uh, a, a very uh, heartwarming, uh, strong, stoic, protective, helpful individual who is just very, very generous. Oh, very yeah. generous with his time, his attention, um, and he always shows up prepared. You know, that's the one thing I can absolutely say about every good actor I've ever worked with shows up ready. And he's ready to go all the time off book. He's got options. He's got angles. He's got a, and he's got such a presence. He's got such a presence. And he's one of these guys that can kind of flip the switch, turn it on, turn it off. You know, like he can, he can be yelling in one scene so intensely that it scares the entire camera team uh, back a couple steps. And then as soon as I say cut, you know, he's just like, so what do you think, Vince? How was that? Was that all right? You know, it's like, wow, oh my goodness. He's what a what a what a what a kind-hearted gentleman he is. But um, but he he has such a, a command of of his his force, yeah, right. So the force that he brings into each line, uh, we did have conversations back and forth about you know, the rise and fall and the inflection, because he's somebody who can just give power all day, mm -hmm. like just to solid power. But it, as we know, it's a, it's in the, the roller coaster yeah. of that emotion, you know, and we, we, we selected moments to really, really hit uh, and to make it feel like almost a microchasm of the entire story. Right. So that, that when Dan speaks, it, it kind of feels like a miniature version of, you know, you never know when something's going to pop off. You never exactly. know when this, when this guy's going to, was this guy's going to let loose. What and, I really enjoyed is that we saw different sides to Dan's character. Was that in Jennifer's script? Was that your idea? How did that come about, Vincent? Well, it's 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 definitely on the page, right? It's it's all on the page, but in its interpretation, um, Dan and I, sorry, Dan, Mark and I, <laughs> my apologies. Uh, We're Mark all our I, characters. Yeah. <laughs> Mark and I, uh, we we did have a dialogue back and forth, not very long, because Mark Mark got it right away, um, that we don't want to make this guy some inhuman monster or machine. You know, he has 
he has many sides to him, as all characters do. And we want to be able to show uh, some humanity as well. Because in any thriller or murder mystery or any of these elements, every bad guy's got a little bit of good and every good mm -hmm. guy's got a little bit of bad. We have to be able to sprinkle that spice uh, for the audience to be able to be like, oh, is this person that yep. or is this person that, you know, to, to be able to have a playful doubt with the audience. And, or, and Mark just he got that right away and he just kept giving us great options and the takes. I wish you guys could see all the takes. They're <laughs> all great. You know, just different, uh, different variety. Ryan, how would you explain the atmosphere on the set between Jennifer, Vincent, Rebecca, RJ, Mark? Was it all of a, a team effort, a, col a collaboration straight through and through? Yeah, absolutely. Um, a lot of my perspective is often um, seeing the actor just playing the character just because I'm just so involved with camera department and getting the visual story told and um, everyone is very dialed in. Everyone knows what they need to be doing. And uh, Vince, I, I remember the instance that you're talking about. Uh, um, you know, I, I was not expecting Mark to raise his voice when he did. And uh, I'm like, okay, that's just take one. I'm sure they're going to do something different. No, I wasn't prepared for the second one either. <laughs> and so uh, um, every, everyone was very collaborative. And um, uh, that's pretty much how we got a lot of content done in the time that we had. And uh, I, I'm, it, it really was an amazing feat. Now, Rebecca, there is a, a moment involving your character and forgiveness. How important do you think that is to the story? the aspect of forgiveness. Oh, I think it's so important. I think that that is the the drive, the arc for, for my character in general and for the story um, that, you know, I, it's so hard because I don't want to give anything away <laughs> <laughs> of what I can say, but, you know, um, that is so hard. That is so hard in life uh, is to forgive people. And truly, you know, we can say it, but we still have that, that whatever in our heart, like the hate or the, the fear or the just the guilt, whatever it is that we're feeling, it's so hard to get rid of that. And um, that was really important to me was to actually really, really feel that and not just say it because, yeah. you know, in life, that is, it's, it's really hard. It is. And I, I wanted to be able to show that, that even um, under the most dire circumstances um, that you can, you can still be able to find it somewhere in you. It's ab absolutely, I completely agree. Now, Jennifer, the unseen can be classified under so many different labels about trauma, abuse, revenge. How do you see it, or is it all of the above for you? Who are you? Who Jennifer. You? Jennifer. Yes. I mean, oh, I, I do, did you, not... do you? Uh, I mean, do you see this story as a trauma story, an abuse story, a revenge story? How do you personally view this story? Sure. You know, I think, you know, family drama and crime, you know, it has a lot of, you know, it's funny. We've been doing, um, you know, some paperwork for our movie and everyone's been like, what do you say the genre is? And I'm like, well, it's trauma, it's crime, it's abuse, it's family drama, it's revenge, it's forgiveness. And I think that's one of the things as a writer that I really love encapsulating is taking things on a very... Um, you know, macro level, right? And bringing global issues and kind of bringing them into this juxtaposed interpersonal dynamics. 
yeah. that allow you to really tr tremble with so many different layers. And so I don't think it's just one story. It's not just a horror thriller. You know, there's a crime involved. There's mm -hmm. a there's drama involved. So there's all sorts of layers. So I think it's all of them, okay. which makes it unique. That's fair. Now, Vincent, uh, there is one truly innocent character in this film, and that is the youngest daughter, Tally. Um, how important is her role to this story? And well, more importantly, how did you see her role in this story? Being somebody innocent, sort of dragged into this family drama. Uh, yeah, um, great question. Uh, I think that uh, Callie, uh, she has a wonderful arc, a wonderful arc, and I don't want to. I want to try to word this carefully without spoiling anything. It's so hard. It is. It is. No, you're Rebecca. You're absolutely right. It's it's, it's very difficult. But what I will say is that. Um, uh, her arc is is something that is is, is something that I, I feel is the family dynamic in from start to finish okay. in, in, in its in its completed form uh, a family dynamic uh the entire evolution now she rides this family dynamic from a place of immaturity to total maturity. And and to me, it it is the healthiest piece of this film. Yeah. You know, like the, the film has so much, so much uh, of pain and degradation and and the corruption of one's soul in it and the struggles that people have. Um, but Jen did a very clever thing here in the script. She had a character that symbolizes hope and mm -hmm. growth mm -hmm. so yeah. that this so that this uh the, the the darkness of the film doesn't doesn't you know corrode Consume a, you. Yeah. yeah yeah it doesn't corrode a, a viewer um so that that glimmer is actually really vital to have, to have in the film um so i i felt like her character was the um you know it was that uh it was that piece of piping and twister that uh, they held on to amongst the huge, huge tornado that's going on. Yeah, it's just so grounded, you know. Absolutely. For some reason, it's just like keeps everybody grounded. Um, so yeah, I, hopefully, I'm answering that question. No, you did, you did, yeah. you did, Jennifer. I, I want to throw the last question to you. You play the oldest sister in the family, and as I was watching this film, I didn't know exactly quite what your involvement was with the whole story going on. You sort of leave us questioning your character in particular was that done intentionally you know it's really funny that you say that that was the me and vince had this conversation so many times that even in the middle of it there was a point where we were going to add a moment in a scene so that we don't question her <laughs> and that was precisely my concern if we didn't have her in this scene would people think she was involved in whatever chaos yeah. was happening? And it was like, okay, um, you know, it's it's funny that you bring that up because that was exactly what I thought. But I think, um, you know, part of it is that suspense because the unseen can be kind of an overarching of many different people and, and stories that are unseen. And so the idea is it leaves it up for a sequel. Yeah. It leaves it for whatever happened to 
you know, Lindsay, what happens to certain family members at the end of the story? Is it good? Is it bad? I don't know. And so I think that, you know, it kind of leads us to a place of idea um, rather than that closure, which I think is a great thing. So I want to congratulate all you guys. The Unseen is a great film from start to finish. It keeps it kept me on the edge of my seat, guessing the whole way through, all the way through to the climax. You guys did a great job. You should all be very proud of this film. Uh, again, the film is called Unseen. It's coming out later on this spring. When it does come out, please check it out. You won't be disappointed. Jennifer wrote it. Vincent uh, directed. Rebecca Jennifer also star in it. Ryan is a cinematographer, DP, and a producer. Jennifer is also a producer. This was a big collaboration project, and you guys did great. On behalf of Jennifer, Rebecca, Vincent, and Ryan, and myself, I want to thank our audience, those of you who are tuning in live, and those who will be watching later on. On behalf of all of us, stay safe, stay walking. Good night, everybody. Thank you all. Thank you, John. Thank you for having us.